from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, September 13th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. The Taliban shocks Afghanistan with coordinated attacks in the heart of Kabul. The fact that they can hit the most secure part of Afghanistan, I think, shows that this insurgency is not going away. And later in the program, a tour company in Colombia caters to those who want to see what the brutal drug lord Pablo Escobar left behind. You'll be able to see some of his cars and pictures. And then you get taken to the house where he was killed and finally to his grave. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. Official figures released in the United States, the world's largest economy, show that the income of the average household fell last year and that more Americans than ever are living in poverty. Paul Adams reports from Washington. Yet again, figures which show that the economic recovery is not being felt by America's less advantaged citizens. African-Americans and Hispanic communities are disproportionately affected, as are the less well-educated, the young and people living in the South. It's probably the decline in median income, down 2.3%, that'll worry politicians most, since the battle for middle-class votes will be vital in next year's presidential election. The figures come just as President Obama hits the road trying to sell a $450 billion jobs package. He faces an uphill struggle. The new director of the CIA, David Petraeus, says al-Qaeda's core operation has been weakened, but the United States faces a long-term threat from the network's affiliates around the world. Mr Petraeus said that heavy losses among the leadership of al-Qaeda had created what he called a window of vulnerability for the network in Pakistan and Afghanistan. But he warned that in the next 10 years, the US would face increased threats from affiliates, in particular al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Mr. Petraeus was addressing a congressional committee in Washington. Taliban fighters have carried out a series of attacks in the Afghan capital, Kabul, including the district where foreign embassies are located. Quentin Somerville reports from Kabul. In the heart of Kabul's embassy district, a Taliban rocket lands on one of the city's busiest streets. The target was the US embassy. There, staff were told to take cover. On the streets, Afghan police fired at the attackers, who'd taken refuge in a high-rise building. In the west of the city, another two suicide attackers detonated explosives outside a police station. A third was killed as he tried to make it into the airport. A jail run by the intelligence service was also a target. The NATO-led mission's headquarters came under attack too. The Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan has renewed his attack on Israel, saying its government's mentality is the main barrier to peace in the Middle East. In a speech to the Arab League in Cairo, Mr Erdogan accused Israel of behaving like a spoilt child. Jonathan Head reports. This was predictable stuff from Mr Erdogan, who's long been a bitter critic of Israeli policies. But he went beyond that, styling himself as a champion of change in the wider region. Arab governments, he said, should give their full support to the Palestinian bid for statehood at the United Nations. This is not a choice, he said, it's an obligation. And there was a warning to Arab leaders not to ignore the will of their people. That would have made uncomfortable listening for some of the delegates of the Arab League, whose governments are resisting popular protest movements. World News from the BBC. 
The International Criminal Court is being asked to investigate Pope Benedict and three senior cardinals over their alleged failure to prevent child sex abuse by Roman Catholic priests and punish those responsible. A complaint filed by a New York-based legal charity, which represents some of the victims, argues that rape and sexual violence constitute crimes against humanity. The court hasn't commented. The UN Human Rights Council has accused the government of Yemen of using disproportionate force against protesters demanding the resignation of President Saleh. It called for an international inquiry into the killing of hundreds of people during months of demonstrations. The Human Rights Council said Yemen risked sliding into civil war unless the political unrest was resolved. A presidential commission in the